New Year! And welcome to the Spooky Stoners Podcast. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Dina. Thank you for joining us on this podcast. We talk about witchy and spooky shit that we love to talk about, and hopefully you love to listen to. And as the title of our podcast suggests, we do this all while smoking some buds. So, buckle up, sweetie pie, and here we go. Sweetie pie. Sweetie pie, what were you looking at? I was looking at how this room is not as well cut in, in the, as the room you and your mother painted. Yeah. Well, you were looking out the window. I was like... Was I? I thought so. You were looking, like, hard, like... Oh, I was probably just zoned out. <laughs> I was looking at this. Oh, okay. Yeah. My, <laughs> those notes. Okay. I but felt I like someone was far. in my yard. I was like, what? Blank. If there was someone in your yard, I would announce it loudly. But yeah. there's not. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Definitely not cut in in this room. No. Not as well but as we are working did. on Charlie's room, redecorating and stuff, and that's why I'm not keeping up with uh, Dina's Instagram reels that she's sending me, <laughs> all million of them. There's probably you're probably like 300 behind at this point. Probably I have not looked at them for. You're gonna have three to spend days. a day. It'll be a day. That's fine. In the hammock with a, a jo- joint. Yeah, exactly. A joint hammock. And just look at all the Instagram. funny shit I sent you. Yeah. And you'll be you'll it'll be so much fun. You'll have a blast. Yeah, we were uh, talking about um, a Katy Perry one where she's. Doing last Singing in Simmies. Simmies. From The Sims. But she sings Last Friday Night. Yeah. I can't even. I don't know. Yeah. The language. But it's really hilarious. Yeah. Well, it's really funny, too, because when you're actually playing Sims, like, for a second, you're like, wait, am I understanding what they're saying right now? And then you're like, oh, no. Yeah. Because, like, table, I guess, because when she's saying we danced on tabletops in Mm Simmies, she says table in there. And so, like, there's words. Oh, yeah. But there's also not words. Oh, see, I thought there was not yeah. any real words. I think there's, but I don't know if she says necessarily exactly table or, like, schmable. Or she something. probably says schmable. Yeah, but it's, like, you could totally trick yourself into thinking you know what they're saying. Yeah. Flirty floop. Yeah. Flirty floop. Yeah. I don't know what they're saying. <laughs> no, you totally do. You just have to see their, like, little emojis. Are they mad? Are they angry? Are they flirty? Yeah. Which one are they? Yeah. Sims are weird. I I always kill my Sims. Yeah. And make ghosts because that's because I'm weird. That's your vibe. Yeah. There's actually a paranormal package. I know that Charlie got. She spends so much money on Sims. The Sims is fun. She she did the paranormal one where like you actually have like crystal balls and like you have spirits and stuff like that. And then they got um a stranger one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. Um, so like there's flowers popping up everywhere and they're pollen i guess something or another i have no flipping idea Ooh, i want to get them all now and then uh she also has a beach one she's the one with where they can turn into mermaids too yeah because i saw her playing that one day that was cool yeah she can turn into a mermaid i think that's the only reason why she wants but though they have some pretty good hairdos in that package yeah that seems cool but yeah i pretty much whenever she has good grades or anything points for cleaning her room that's what she spends it on lately the Sims. That's cool. I was a Sims kid. I like the Sims. But yeah, I usually uh, lock people into a room by themselves and let them die. And then I have like a really haunted property. And then I move someone else in there yeah. and let the ghosts terrorize them. Yeah. Because that's fun. Charlie is a big believer in like putting people in a pool and uh, taking the ladder out. Yeah. Make a ghost. It's more fun. Yeah. It'd be really cool if you could play as a ghost. You can. In, <gasps> in the paranormal package oh i might need to get that because i i've been playing since like you know 20 something years ago see i only played it once on pc 
when I was probably 19 and it was at my friend's house. Mm-hmm. And that's probably the only time I ever played it. Yeah. I played like, I had like the original Sims. And then as an PC. adult, I tried to play it and I was like, this is boring. Yeah. It's like, really fun to design houses. I yeah. think. I think that's fun. Yeah. That's part of what I like. And then also killing people. Yeah. I keep on thinking about doing like one of the packages because I was like, oh yeah, that looks really cool. That Maybe that'll be more entertaining if I, you know, don't do regular Sims. Yeah. But eh. Yeah. I one time like had so many babies that like my child, children got taken away. <laughs> Yeah. I actually wanted to, like, play and be, like, have a, I'm trying to think, basically have, like, a housewife, but, like, she just stays pregnant all the time. Oh, my gosh. And then have, like, another girl there to, like, help with the mom, and then the guy can just go to work. I've locked women in the room with the baby. Oh, God. And made them, like, stay in there with, like, a fridge. hmm You know. You know what? If somebody were to just, like, hop on right now and have missed the first part of this episode... They'd be like, what in the hell are they talking about? Locking women in the room with a fridge. Sims. <laughs> with the baby. Because obviously Sims is totally appropriate to put people in pools and to steal the ladders or, yeah. or, uh, what, um, buy, like move in with someone and then kill the family off so that you could have the house. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally acceptable. It's I Sims. Yeah. That's allowed. I like it when the Grim Reaper comes. He's mm. cool. And I like it too. One time, <laughs> I don't know. I think this was a meme. But I saw where, like, something was on fire. And someone had died in the fire. No, no, no. Someone had died and then a fire started. And the Grim Reaper also started freaking out about the fire. Oh, that's Like, nice. he was like, oh, no. Because when, when there's a fire, they freak out. The yeah, Sims. everyone freaks out. And so the Grim Reaper was also like, ah. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> you could totally ditch, dude. It's yeah. fine. Uh, crap. What is... Um... Oh, Charlie, she tried to, like, romance the Green Reaper. She kept on killing people in her house so that the Green Reaper would come, and then she would, like, try to flirt with it. Oh, that's funny. Did that that work? I I don't remember. I'll have to ask her. She'll know. She want to talk about 2024? I guess if we have to, since it's New Year's, and it's already here, y'all. Dun, dun, dun! No, it should be fine. It's just an election year. It's just an election year. That's okay. So, yeah, I'm actually super anxious (laughs) because it's an election year. It's a road of broken dreams. Ah, It's just, I'm annoyed already with, like, politics, and it hasn't even really... Remember when we were so hopeful for Biden? Oh, my gosh. Do you remember... We were totally hoping for some more, like, Obama-Biden memes, and, like, we got nothing. We got nothing. We got horrible crap. Do you remember 2016 when you and I were like, oh, this will, it'll be like, they'll figure it out. No, I don't remember being that hopeful. I remember thinking like, there's no way Trump is going to win. Oh, yeah. I remember that one. And we were like, no way would 2016, after doing all the shit that it did to us already, make us deal with Trump. And then it was like, ha, got you. I think like when we went to work on election day. You came in to my desk and you were like, Lindsay, I saw a lot of Trump signs. I'm starting to get concerned. And yeah, I'm like, no, no, I'll be fine. I'm really anxious. <laughs> yeah. I remember. Like me and P were like, no, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. No. No, no one's that stupid. I the remember, whole country's that stupid. <laughs> I remember the whole tone of the office, like November 9th, when it was like, he's going to win. When they were still tallying. Mm-hmm. And I remember everyone in the office, like, because it was all women, and we were all just in there, like, "Oh my god!" I think <laughs> like, um, this is bad. I think the owner 
I think yeah. she's more Republican than Democrat. Yeah, but I don't know if she was. She don't. She doesn't. It's we never know for the vibe. Like, like I have known her for eleven years, and I have no idea. I'm pretty sure because she has said some things about like business owners and stuff. Yeah, like that way she definitely leans Republican. But that's the only thing that I know of about yeah. her. Yeah. But it doesn't really matter because we are not here to talk about politics. Yeah. Continue we're here on. To talk about. Well, the reason I talk about politics is because of I guess what I'm really going to talk about are the major astrological events for the year and what that could mean okay. for all of us as a collective. You were talking to me about this earlier and you're like, last time the planets were lined up this way and I was like, was it the plague? And she's like, no, that was four years ago. Yeah, we already did a plague. We already did a plague. No more plagues unless there's another plague because I don't know. <laughs> um, That's like science or anti-science. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. So we've got, okay, so there's a little bit of good news, and we'll start with that. And okay. then we'll just get into how hellish it's all going to be. Got it. So the good news is, as far as, like, romance goes, there are no Venus retrogrades in 2024. So maybe the men will finally shape up, you guys. Well, we'll see. I don't have, I have no idea. What does Venus do? Does she make Venus people crazy? Venus romance. Yeah. Well, Aphrodite. Okay. Well, I know that much. love. But what does that have to do with men? Men doesn't give a crap. Well, when when Venus goes retrograde, romance goes crazy. Oh. But there are no retrogrades this year. Got it. So if you are someone who is romantically inclined, it might be a good year for you. Oh, okay. Yay for you. Also, as a Libra, that's super exciting because Venus controls Libra. And so it's like, yes. All about chilling. you. Yeah, Avi. Always all about me. So that's that's our good news. <laughs> Okay, the Moving one, on. the one. Now let's that talk about it. the ninety-nine bad ones. Well, there is some more good news today, January first. Mercury goes direct from this end of the year retrograde that it was just in. Oh, okay. So that's nice. So we're starting the year off kind of on a good foot, you know. Yeah, that's always nice for us. I love it. Um, Uranus goes direct on January twenty-seventh, which has I don't know when it went retrograde. Oh, um, we did not discuss that. No, we did not. Probably, I would know because every time you would say it, I'd be like, what? Uranus? Uranus. But um, Uranus is, now I say Uranus. It's Uranus. Uh, Uranus is kind of an introspective type situation. And so it coming out of retrograde can help us all look deeper again. Okay. Like it's easier to be introspective. We're still evaluating our life choices. Yeah. Which is probably what we should be doing, because also in January. Would this make us more in, um, intuitive of our, like, New Year's resolution? Like, instead of just doing, like, the random, that, by the way, totally my New Year's resolution is to be more healthier. But, like, you know, that that genre, like, mm-hmm. it will be, like, more throwing some crazy stuff in there. Be like, you know, this year, actually, I'm going to become a serial killer. <laughs> Like, do you get, like, crazy ones now? Because no. Of- <laughs> no. It'll just be less, like, um, like, I want to get healthy to look good. I'm more like, I want to get healthy to feel good. Okay. That's what it'll be. More, like, how you want to feel. Okay. Not how you want to look. Does Got that it. make sense? Yes. Um, more for the right reasons? Yeah. Yeah. Because Uranus is not in retrograde anymore. So we're but not superficial. Uranus is also, like, real far away. And there's bigger fish to fry this okay. year. <laughs> okay, so the bad, bad stuff. Let's go. Okay. So, in January, 
our little buddy out there, Pluto, who we stupidly stopped calling a planet, and now shit got fucked up. Rude. Just saying. I saw this thing that was like, I'm not saying that we pissed off the god of the underworld by saying his planet was no longer a planet, but look around. Have we ever been right since then? No. So. Didn't it? Didn't. Isn't it a planet again now? No. Oh, I thought like a year or two ago there was an article that's like, wait, never mind. Well, they said if they make it a planet, they have to make like 40 other things planets too. Ah. Oh. So that's why they downgraded it. Because they're it. like, we're not going to suddenly add 40 more planets to you guys. That seems like a lot. That's a lot for science class. Yeah. But our, our buddy Pluto out there is going to enter Aquarius. Yay! That's me. Yeah. Yeah. It's so exciting. Uh, it changes science every 250 years. So there are major events every time it changes science. Okay. What am I fucking up? Let's talk about it. So last time Pluto was in Aquarius um, was from 1778 to 1779. Which saw the French, American, Haitian, and Industrial Revolutions. <gasps> I was just thinking about this. Yeah. Why was I thinking about this? I was thinking about revolutions earlier. Yeah. Well, that's because it's it's time, you guys. Oh, no. I was totally thinking about that. Like how our political parties suck and that how the only way to do it is a revolution. <laughs> and it's an election year. So <laughs> buckle up. Yay. If, if you are of the type that perhaps stockpiles things. Mm-hmm. For fear of war. I don't think my marriage is going to make it through this year then. It's going to not. It's going to It's gonna be real Because me and my political. husband do not see eye to eye politically at all. It's going to be real political. We're like going to have said, so much fun in marriage Four therapy. revolutions last time Pluto was in Aquarius. Like not, like I could see like just like, oh, the, I don't know, the New Zealand revolution happened mm-hmm. during these 20 years but four in 20 years yeah that's so many that's a lot that's a lot of death that's a lot of death and that's a lot, lot of, of god of the underworld business yeah he was bored that's what happened yeah so but so basically pluto being an aquarius is change period got it like there is not another option wow at all for like globally there's no longer another option okay hopefully Which, it's not an asteroid. Right? I know. Oh, my gosh. Because I feel like that's the only way the planet's going to change. Although, you know what? If we all die at once, who cares? As long as it's very quick and sudden. Yeah. I don't want, like, scientists to be like, you got 20 days. Like, fuck that. What am I going to do with 20 days? Yeah. That sounds terrible. I don't know. I guess I'll repent just to cover my bases. No. I would get drunk. Ah! For sure. If we got 20 days to live, fuck that. I'm getting wasted. I'm gonna throw up. I'll I'll probably die. You probably die. I'll probably die of alcohol poisoning before the asteroid comes. So do it 24 hours before. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I'll be with you. I'll do it with you. Yeah, we'll be. Oh my gosh, that shit would be crazy. But also, like, we don't gotta pay any bills for 20 days. Yeah, we can do whatever the fuck. My paycheck's all mine now. Yeah. So, yeah, that's our big like. January thing that's happening is Pluto will shift signs, which doesn't happen often. Got it. And so that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. And especially into Aquarius. Now, I feel like 
really, and I think most people would agree with me, it's not really that shocking to hear this. Yeah. Like that Aquarius, Pluto's going into Aquarius and it means like revolt. Yeah. Basically. Because everyone, I feel like everyone's kind of feeling, even on both sides of the aisle. Yeah, definitely. Feeling very like, you know what? This is not working. Yeah. At all. But everyone is being like, no, this is your fault. This is your fault. And right. all the logical people are like, no. It's the every- system, you guys. Everyone sucks. <laughs> yeah, you Everyone guys all sucks suck. and we're going to die. Yeah. Hopefully not literally this time. Yeah. Yeah. So after after that. We- oh, yeah. Oh. So Plunet, Pluto, Plunet, Pluto mm-hmm. um, is going to be in Aquarius for like 20 years. Yeah. Okay. It takes a long time to move through because it's way out there. Yeah. It's super slow. It's super far out. Yeah. It's far out, dude. Super far out. But yeah, it hasn't been an Aquarius since the American Revolution. Okay. So. Woohoo. Remember last time, you guys? It's going to be great. Everyone get your tea ready. We're going to throw it in the ocean. Yay. Um, On April Fool's Day, April 1st, which is a big day for me, yeah. Mercury goes retrograde, which is lame. Eh. But fine. And then it'll go direct again on April 25th. And then May 2nd, right in the height of election season, mm-hmm. Pluto will go retrograde in Aquarius. Oh, okay. And make everything just a little bit even more crazy. Got it. So that will be so fun. So I so, would. So basically, Pluto is pre-gaming right now. Yes. For November. Pluto has been pre-gaming for about two years. Okay. In the Aquarius shadow. Got it. And I think we've all felt that. Yeah. It's been a crazy two years. It's been a crazy, like, ten years, but yeah. Yeah. I've never felt alive since I was 18, so, you know, whatever. Yeah, I saw something that was like, I know the world didn't end in 2012, but are we absolutely certain that we all didn't just die and we're in hell now? Mm. Yeah. Because, have you looked around? It's crazy. Um, Yeah, it is crazy. So, again, May 2nd, Pluto will go retrograde. I saw something another astrologer was talking about, the recommendation of going ahead and stack your year and mm-hmm. get shit done before, like, April. Okay. Like, all oh, your gosh. big things. Yeah, I know. Because the la- later part of the year is going to be more like the slow climbing work Okay. type stuff. Um, we've got a Jupiter retrograde in October. And that's when it's really going to, you're like, we're all going to kind of slow down. And it's going to be like, all right, we have to trudge up this mountain now and get this thing done. Got it. So get all your little shit done at the beginning of the year. Ugh. Yeah. But we only have four months. I know. I have so many things to do now. I know. Um, so after the Pluto retrograde in May, we've got a Saturn retrograde June 29th. Uh, Saturn is focusing on your career and hard work and consistent effort, so make sure that you're maintaining those things during the retrograde, I would say. Okay. Because um, you want that to not slow you down, because there's going to be a lot going on already. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And it doesn't go direct until November. Okay. And so that was part of the astrologer also talking about, get your shit done. Got it. Quick. Yeah. Um, in July, Neptune will grow retrograde. Uh, which can be a period of confusion, introspection, and spiritual exploration, which is also just in the thick of election season. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's when all the evangelicals really come out. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Fun times. Um, And that gets, I, I just, 
I really see a lot of tension this year politically. Mm-hmm. And it's really like, Ash, when I was looking at all this earlier, I was like, oh my goodness gracious, this could be weird. Yeah. Like, ooh, okay. Um, we have another Mercury retrograde in August, which is right when school starts. So you guys have fun with that. Um, and then Pluto will go direct from being retrograde in May, in October. Right in time for election season. Got it. Um, November 15th, Saturn goes direct. Uh, and then November 25th, we have another Mercury retrograde. But again, no Venus retrogrades. So that's really exciting. Yay! Yay! It's just Pluto and Aquarius. Well, that's why our relationships aren't going to be doing crap. is because everything else is going crazy. Yeah, there's not going to be time. Everyone's just going to be like, dude, I just need to have sex and be happy. Yep. Other than that, I don't really care what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Mm. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Did you lose your notes? No, I was looking at my water. Oh. It's right over there. It's way over there. Yeah. I think I'll be okay. I okay. think I can deal with it. Are we working on my part now? Yeah. Yeah. 2024 is going to be crazy. Eh. According to Pluto. Shocker. It's been crazy. Oh, wait. Look. I'm on page two already. Give me a second. Wow, that was so fast. You did such a good job. I didn't even realize page one went so by so quick. I know. I know. Okay. So with it being a new year, I feel like it's a good time to go back to the basics. And to be honest, I should have done this subject 29 episodes ago. <laughs> but with that being said, we are going to be talking about 101 of Ghost and Hauntings. Yes. So we're going to do the basics of basics here. Um, according to the dictionary, a ghost is an apparition. Of a dead person which is believed to appear or manifest in uh, to the living, typically as a hazy image. Image. Woo. Uh, though, as we have heard throughout this podcast, paranormal activities can't be easily de- described like that. Almost every paranormal group divides ghosts into different categories. These groups are such as your local town paranormal group, the TV show Ghost Hunters, and Zach Bagans. Just to name a few groups. You know, name drop in. (laughs) (laughs) The first uh, category I'm going to be talking about is residual hauntings that we've mentioned a couple of times in our podcast. Uh, This is exactly what it sounds like. I believe that residual hauntings happen due to repetitiveness or high emotions. Yeah. Uh, one of the, one example of this is in episode two, where we were talking about the Pentacle Lighthouse, hearing the spirit of Jeremiah Ingram walking up and down the lighthouse tower steps. So that's something that he had to do multiple times a day. So that repetitiveness yeah. causes it to kind of stay around. Yeah. Another example of this was in episode 24, where Dina talked about the Driscoll hotel and the smell of cigar smoke in the air from the spirit of jesse driscoll so yet again he was a chain smoker i I don't remember if he's a chain smoker but he smokes cigars yeah and so that kind of even though the hotel is a non-smoking hotel there are times that that smell just kind of appears and that happens with the perfumes Mm -hmm. a lot of you know fragrances you'll be like oh i i think i mentioned it in a the St. Augustine Old Jail. Yeah. The kitchen, it still had smell of food. Yeah. And it, even though the jail hadn't been open for years. Yeah. Um, the last example I'm going to give of residual hauntings is from episode 20, 
where I talked about Frank Stranahan and the Stranahan house. His spirit is seen jumping to his death into New River. And this isn't a repetitive once because obviously he only died once. But I believe that this is more of a um, a high emotion moment. Yeah, right. A lot of anxiety, a lot of fear, a lot of, I don't know, shame. All put in that one moment where he jumped. And yeah. so it kind of shows itself, you know, multiple times. Uh, the first two episodes. Oh, wait, no. I already talked about that. So we can keep on going on. The next category of haunts uh, that most paranormal investigators use is intelligent haunts. Um, These spirits interact with the environment around them. These kind of haunts are the bread and butter of ghost hunters. These kind of haunts are what investigators are really looking for when they go into a supposed haunted location. Um, this is why they use like all those machines and they ask questions is because they want the ghost to answer um, even seances. Let's let's move a little bit into a different direction that it was going to go. Seances. Yep. You say ring the bell mm-hmm. and you know you're you're wanting that intelligent response. Intelligent response. Not just like footsteps that are always and not in response to anything. So it's not like there's actually something there. Yeah. Because then you can kind of probably talk yourself out of it. Yeah. A ruckus. My house is haunted. Just kidding, y'all. Um, I, I don't know if you've been here in the football game in the background, but my parents are here helping me do Charlie's room, <laughs> redecorating it, and uh, they're just making some noise out there. It, <laughs> normally it's, you know, I can tell my kids to be quiet, but I can't tell my parents. <laughs> no. Uh, anyway. Okay. Uh... <laughs> and also, it was very weird to smoke because my dad's like, not for that. He actually oh. preaches because my dad's a pastor. Oh. He actually, yeah, he actually preaches um, to alcoholics hey. about not doing that stuff. And I'm just like on the back porch smoking a joint before our podcast. <laughs> About witchcraft. About witchcraft. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's all it's good. Fine. Yeah. My dad's dead, so. Yeah. I don't have to worry about any of that. I forget, though. Yeah. Um. Ba, ba, ba. Okay. An intelligent hunt will use a trigger object to let their presence be known. The bell for a seance. Uh, a great example of this is in episode 17, when we were talking about the Petty Sisters playing with guest glow stick at the St. Augustine Lighthouse during the nighttime tours. And I love I love this kind of haunt because it kind of makes me think of instead of someone being trapped in this world. Yeah. That, for instance, the Petty Sisters, they're living their best life. Oh, yeah. They're playing with glow sticks. They're going swinging in the park across the street. You well, know. they're not living. Well, whatever. They're <laughs> they're un- having a great time. They're unliving their best life, okay? They're unliving their best afterlife. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you are right there, Dina. Touche. <laughs> Another example of this type of spirit is on episode 18, where we were talking about the St. Augustine Old Jail, mm-hmm. where an EVP came through from Robert Lee saying, I am not a murderer. Sure, Jan. Though... That could also be considered a residual haunting, since I'm sure he said that a lot during his incarcerate. Uh, I knew I was going to have trouble with this word. 
incarcerate in cost in, while he was in prison. Yes. When I wrote these notes, I could so say that word. Fucking Incarceration. hot. It is a hard one. It's hard. Well, even like when I'm reading it, it's like C-A-R-C-E-R. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Let me close my eyes and squint a little bit. <laughs> um, But anyway, he probably has said, I'm not a murderer multiple times during his life. And so it could probably be a reg- residual haunting. Um, So I'm going to just say it's a... Uh, kind of in the gray area but you can take it however you want we're we're we let y'all think however you want it's all good (laughs) uh before i move on to the next category i want to take a moment to talk about what i would consider subcategories okay um i feel like these categories can go into either residual or intelligent haunts Mm -hmm. however you want to put it uh so my first one is orbs orbs are globes of light or a ball of light most commonly, you will see orbs in videos or, or in pictures, but you can also see them with the naked eye. I've never seen where anyone has seen it with the naked eye. I have seen them oh, okay. with the naked eye. Oh, okay. Myself. Well, you're like somewhat psychic. Anyway, okay. So I guess you can see it with your eye. Um, These orbs It's not are... a good experience. It's very much like, am I having a stroke? Oh, yeah. But no. Oh. I didn't have a stroke. Did you smell burnt toast? No. Supposedly that's stroke symptoms. Yeah. No. Anyway, uh, these orbs of light can appear in a variety of different colors, but they're most often transparent, black, white, green, red, or blue. They often float in midair, but they can also move quickly. Yeah, that's why it's weird. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Especially if you see it with the naked eye. Yeah. Because like I said, I've it's... seen them on videos. I would imagine that's like, also, okay, there's... Multiple reasons why I think ancient peoples believe that they actually saw real fairies. Mm-hmm. One of them is bugs. You don't know what those are. You don't have Google. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, another one is they didn't have glasses. Yeah. You can't see shit. They were blind. Yep. And then the third is some of them were psychic and would see shit like an orb and be yeah. like, what is that little light? A fairy. They were obviously. Like, they were like, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. And we're back. Sorry about that. Do you know how to phone call? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. It started over. It's freaking me out. Well, yeah. It's because I had to stop and then I had to start a new recording. Oh. But it's fine? Yeah, it Can should be fine. Can you patch them together? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm I just did. do that. You didn't know this, but I did elevator music while you were on the phone. Oh, that's magic. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I'm not I'm not very good at technology, but I can at least put two pieces of recording together with witchcraft. elevator music. With witchcraft. It's witchcraft. I think all technology is witchcraft, really. It probably is. If you get into it deep enough. I mean, I'm pretty sure someone got killed because they knew about tech, uh, electri- electricity before, you know, Albert Einstein. No, not Albert Einstein. Uh, Benjamin Franklin. Yeah. Benjamin Franklin had people killed. Yep, probably. Okay. <laughs> so where was I? Oh, yeah, we were talking about orbs. Yes. Um, I believe that the vast majority of orbs can be explained away as dust or insects. Yeah. Um, however, the small percentage of orbs that cannot be so easily explained could be spirits. I totally believe in that. 
I think too, especially like in in videos with an orb, mm-hmm. you can see how they move, and sometimes they they move like a bug. Yeah, and you're like, oh, that's obviously a bug. And sometimes they're like falling like dust. It's like, well, that's obviously dust. But something that's like going in an exactly straight line, straight up or something. Yeah. How? Why? Yeah, and I was actually reading an article where it's sometimes like reflecting off rain or Mm -hmm. there's like a million different explanations of why you might see an orb because of reflecting lights and everything like that because your camera has lights, your, you know, Mm -hmm. um, all the things. So, like I said, I think most of orbs can probably be explained away with some kind of science, but I do believe that there is definitely a possibility. Yeah. Like, if you told me you saw an orb, I'm not going to tell you, like... No, you didn't. No, you didn't. I'd be like, oh, really? Like... Tell me more. Yeah. And then you're like, yeah, I was in this old house. And I'm like, mm, okay. <laughs> anyway. Uh, oh, yeah. So I, I personally believe that orbs could be a residual or an intelligent um, spirit. Because they could be reacting to you. Or it could be just an orb being the spirit as if you saw like a full apparition. Mm-hmm. But maybe they just didn't have enough oomph to do a whole full body apparition and so they're just an orb they're a little little light yeah wasn't there an orb in casper wasn't it like uh uh uh, what's her face's mom or something yes yeah so there are orbs it's in casper we saw it yeah oh my gosh yeah that looks like an orb yeah that's what i was that little yep went out the window or something like it, like it looked like a star almost. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's what the wise men saw when they were <laughs> looking for Jesus. Oh my gosh, right? It was like actually just a ghost. It was just a spirit. I mean, I guess it was. Spirit, angel. What it's else? all the same thing. It's None all of, the things. It's all made up and the points don't matter. Yep. So the next subcategory would be shadow people. Shadow people. That we hate. Yeah, I don't like that. We love to hate Ooh. them. This haunting is described as a paranormal phenomenon, a shadow person's or shadow man, seen just out of sight in a blink of an eye or lurking in the corner of a room, which, creeper. Uh, This would probably be my second least favorite haunt, right after poltergeist. Oh, poltergeists are easy. Yeah, and with that being said, uh, let's talk about poltergeist. (laughs) Yeah. When I talk about poltergeist, I think about the 1982 movie written by Steven Spielberg. which I was wondering how old I was when I first watched this movie because 1982 is before I was actually born. So I must have been in elementary school, which would explain why Poltergeist is my number one least favorite spirit. I'm afraid of dinosaurs. Yeah. Because my mom didn't let me watch scary shit because my grandmother was talking to ghosts in the next room. She's like, it's scary enough around here. (laughs) Yeah. You don't need to watch dinosaurs. But you can watch this dinosaur movie. And then she would tell me dinosaurs were coming to eat me. If I wouldn't go to sleep. And like she'd wait for someone to car- like slam their car door outside and go, <gasps> did you hear that? That sounds like a T-Rex. <laughs> That's so your parenting though too. I know. Well, I actually actively don't. I have to make myself not do things like that. Yeah. Like let me scare you, kid. Because <laughs> I'm, it's scary enough. But you tell them stories all the time. Like yeah, you're I do. the moon goddess. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But that's not like a dinosaur is going to come and eat you if you don't go to sleep. (laughs) No, but you definitely tell him lies. Tall tales, yeah. Yeah, tales. Oh my gosh. We'll call him tales. He almost cried the other day because my mom and I, he thought that we said to each other that the elf on the shelf was parent moved. And he was like, 
what? And we were like, no, we said it didn't get moved because you stayed up until 2 o'clock in the morning. <gasps> no. So, yeah, that's going to suck when that happens. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yay me. Uh, though I did see a video. We're totally going off subject. About I saw Santa? a video. Uh, so their daughter outgrew Elf on the Shelf, mm-hmm. but she had younger siblings. And so what would happen would be her her younger brother or sister would go to bed and then she got to help move it. Oh, because she was big. Because she was, you know, she didn't believe it anymore. Yeah. And it was so funny because she was, oh my gosh, she was so cute. Because she was standing in front of the Elf and her parents were like, okay, go ahead and move it. And she's like, I can touch it. Mm-hmm. And and like yeah. just the idea that she could touch it and move it however she wanted was like gold for her. That's funny. It was so cute. Okay, oh we're talking about paranormal stuff. Yeah. We're done with Christmas. Poltergeists. Poltergeist, which can move shit. Um, yep. But where was I? Okay, the little translation of poltergeist from German is noisy spirit. The definition of a poltergeist is a disembodied spirit or supernatural force credited with certain malicious or disturbing phenomena, such as inexplainable noises, sudden wild movements, or breakage of household items. To put it in simple terms, shit gets crazy when a poltergeist is involved. Though Grant Wilson from the show Ghost Hunters described poltergeist as being caused by a living human. Mm-hmm. That's on, what I've always heard. On one episode of Ghost Hunters, the group was investigating a home uh, with no luck. They had the homeowner come t- into the house and the activity just started spiking. Yeah. The homeowner then leaves and the investigators get crickets. Nothing. Nada. And so they were saying that it was because of the homeowner. Um... But didn't you I know... say something about this? Give me a second. Oh, it's later on. Should I? Yeah, yeah. I'll just go ahead. So in the example of this mm-hmm. ghost hunter investigation, the homeowner. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Never mind. That's why I didn't say it. Never mind. Let's let's rewind. Um, poltergeist. What I've understood was a lot of times to teenage girls. Mm-hmm will have poltergeist activity attached to them because of just their hormones. And I kind of see it as like in Harry Potter, in the Fantastic Beasts when they have the Obscurus. Oh, yeah. Like that. Like yeah. you're, like teenage girls, especially maybe highly sensitive ones, mm-hmm. um, just have that effect on their environment because they're basically controlling their magic mm-hmm. and not letting it all out. And yeah. they have so many hormones and energy and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but a magical beast, it wasn't a girl. Yeah, yeah, but in real life, a magical beast is definitely a teenage girl. Yeah. Um, but I believe, like, this homeowner situation, mm-hmm. I believe that it could be explained by having an entity being attached to the person. Yes. For example, Dina, I am sure when you leave your house, your grandma isn't chilling on your couch. She's probably following you throughout the day. She could even be in this room right now. Unit? G-Unit, are you here? <laughs> are you there? Can you give us a sign? Can you ring the bell? Do you even have a bell in here? No, I don't have a bell. Which would be super creepy if we heard one. Our phone could go off, no, I guess. No, it would just be my grandma. She ain't creepy. She's redonkulous. Yeah. AF. She would find a bell. She would steal the bell from Quinn's collar and find a way to get it in here. 
so she could ring the flipping yeah, bell. She might be with my mom or something. She could be. Because she got other people, I guess. Yeah. but Not like, really. <laughs> but I feel like in that kind of situation, if a person came into a house and activity yeah. spiked, it could be just because that person is attached yeah. by a spirit. But back to the idea that the people are causing poltergeist activities, um, they're also considered a human agent. And this is where you were going into. The human agent historically has been a female that was mm-hmm. going through puberty, although there have been some cases of male human agents as well as older female human agents. It is believed that physical changes that the girl's body is undergoing combined with other emotional, psychological, or physical variables result in activities manifesting. So, little witches. Little witches. In the example... Of ghost hunters. This was what I was going to say earlier. But then I was like, "Mm, I know why I put it here in the notes. (laughs) The homeowner had just moved into the house and was excited about having this amazing house, but then became anxious when she thought that there was an evil spirit haunting her house. So it was excitement, but then it became anxious. And then so it was kind of manifesting in those emotions. Right. Um, Now, I don't know if you figured it out yet. But we started off small with residual hauntings, though ghosts live in their own. Oh, those, those ghosts. So the residual haunting spirits live in their own world and pretty much leave you alone. Right. Uh, It might be a little bit frightening to be hearing footsteps outside your door, but they're not going to mess with you. And then we have intelligent haunts. They interact with you, but for the most part, you are safe. And then we move into Poltergeist, which likes to create some chaos with noise and, you know, throwing shit. So, Dina, what do you think my last category is? Is it demonic? Yep. It's oh, demonic gosh. hauntings. Which I said Poltergeist is, but, like, I don't I don't really put demonic hauntings because I feel like... Have you... They're demons. It's not human entities. Right. I am a combination of Ryan and Shane. On demons. Yeah. Like, I'm a little bit like, come at me, bitch. But I'm also like, because I have holy water. Fuck off. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a little bit of both. Like, come at me and also, I'll take your ass out. Get your squirt guns out. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I would. (laughs) I would totally do that. Are you kidding me? That's the most smartest idea. Mm Mm-hmm. Because what are you going to do? Like, if a a demon comes towards you, are you going to, like, use your whole little vial of holy water no just get a squirt gun because if it comes back you squirt again yeah go bang bang <laughs> i'm gonna just be like i don't even believe in you friend what are you gonna do bitch yeah <laughs> what are you mad about <laughs> yeah um demons are pure entities that have never been a mortal human form right so it's i'm i'm putting it in this category but it's not really like the human entities that we've been talking about yeah this whole episode but anyway we're we're still talking about it. These creatures are very strong, unlike human spirits who seem to have to draw energy off of something to manifest themselves. With demonic hauntings, there have been cases where people have been thrown through the air and even attacked um, and also sexually assaulted. Like that has happened because demons don't give a fuck. <laughs> Their main goal seems to break, seems to be to break down a person's free will in order to make way for possession. So, don't play with them. Not fun. Um, so, ending with that note, that's 
the four categories of hauntings and the two subcategories. There are multiple other hauntings, such as portal hauntings and ghost ships, but I consider these the most used categories, especially since some of these we've already talked about in our podcast. Next week, I will be talking about the technologies that we use to communicate with these spirits. Fun! Ooh, ooh, okay, that will be fun. That'll be exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Hey there, demons, it's me, your boy. Your boy. I like that. I liked it when he said that. Yeah, I, I probably need to watch that again. It's a good. It's a good little. It's a good series. series. Both of them are. Yeah. The ha, yeah. If you haven't, the Ryan and Shane from Buzzfeed, Buzzfeed Unsolved, Unsolved, they moved on paranormal. to some other. Yeah. What are they channel. doing? But um, they started a new channel with another person from Buzzfeed, and they do. They sit around a fire and they get progressively more drunk and they tell scary stories. <laughs> nice. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and it's basically this only. They're drinking. I can only imagine the stories Shane says. It's pretty freaking funny. Because they're either going to be really good or just really stupid. Yeah. I can't remember the name of the show now. Um, All I have to do is Google what is Ryan and Shane up to. Yeah. Ryan and Shane from BuzzFeed. Just Google them. They have a new show and it's it's really funny. It's really good. They did a Christmas season. If they ever like come on our show or like do (laughs) an investigation, we will be hitting gold. I will die. I will literally die. Like Taylor oh Swift fan. I will literally die. R.I.P. me. R.I.P. me. I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> if Taylor Swift ever came on our show. <laughs> what would we talk about? I would. I don't even know. I would talk about you know, how I see some pastor been... get on the internet. Talk about, I can't believe America's made this middle-aged pop star, the time person of the year. And I was like, motherfucker, middle-aged? Middle-aged? Oh, what? Uh, I mean. She's 10 months older than me. Like, what do you mean, middle-aged? I know, I know right? Like, Though, I mean? mean, we're middle-aged-ish. No, we're not. I feel like we are. No, they're saying people going to live to like 140 now. Oh, so So 50. we're not middle-aged, so we're 70. Y'all got me fucked up. We're good. Ha! Huh. Any thank you for listening. We release a new episode every Monday. So roll one and meet us back here next week for more spooky and witchy shit. In the meantime, check out our Instagram, the Spooky Stoners Podcast. That is stoners with three Zs. If you would like to contact us about your personal true crime or paranormal story, or if there is a subject you would like us to cover, you can email us at thespookystonerspodcast at gmail.com. Again, that is stoners with three Zs. So, we will see you next Monday, and in the meantime, smoke on Spooky Stoners. Bye! And Happy New Year!